Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Podcast starring Dave Schilling, Chris Corciani, Gear Tamink, Joey Devine, Michael Doliak, Curtis Borchert, Keon Dooling, Sean Keen, Laron Prophet. Patreons, Zach Zolkowski, thank you, Zach, Ryan Darling, thank you, Ryan, musical guest, O-Town, and now the temporary host of Round Ball Rock, Joey Devine. Hi, it's me, Joey Devine, your temporary host of the Round Ball Rock podcast, which is, interestingly enough, the podcast you're listening to right now. Uh, I'm here, as always, with my best friend, my co-host, Sean Keen. Sean, how are you? I'm good. I'm doing great. Feeling good. Um, Excited about this hot division. Yeah, uh, we're, of course, previewing the Southeast Division. But before we get to that, uh, as always, we have some business to do at the top. Uh, first off, tweet at us. There's nothing, look, there's nothing we love more than hearing from you, our listeners slash readers. Uh, so, which boy is that joke confusing for people who just started listening. <laughs> um, so, contact us. Email us at roundrockpod at gmail.com. Tweet at us at roundrockpod. Call us on the phone at the number... Uh, embedded in the episode description. And if you want to do more, look, everybody likes to do a little bit more, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Uh, Give us five-star reviews on iTunes, because um, according to every other podcast I've ever listened to, it helps. 
Um, and we are nothing if not followers, right, Sean? Yeah, we we like to just, you know, we follow the trends, we follow the trending topics. Well, we do what you say, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, so five star reviews on iTunes, uh, because again, according to other podcasts, it helps. And if yeah. you want to help the show even more, uh-huh. uh, y- you can do so at patreon.com slash roundrockpod. We've got a bunch of great tiers. I'm not going to go over them right now, but just know you get an extra episode a week if you pledge over $5, so that's Mm -hmm. fucking sick. (laughs) Yeah, and and speaking of our Patreons, I wanted to shout out uh, Zanny Almonte, who uh, managed to find some screenshots from the uh, Joker trademarks Fish with the Joker's face episode of Batman the Animated Series. So thank mm. you, Zanny Almonte and <laughs> Trilly Mopena. We did talk about that on the Patreon episode this week. In fact, you know what? A little hint for you non-Patreon patrons to maybe get you to uh, kick it up a notch. Uh, this week we went through which team in the NBA is which iteration of the Joker. Mm-hmm. And maybe or you're, if yeah. you're walking Phoenix, just Joker. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it uh, it was pretty twisted. Oh, so twisted, Joey. Um, I I apologize for what you're about to get in the mail soon. I just got really deep into character. <laughs> Gross. Um. All right. Uh. Today we're previewing the Southeast Division. Mm-hmm. Sean, you've been going through every week. Uh, I mean, not every week. With every division, you wrote a thing. Do you want to talk about that right now? Yeah. Um. So, as we all know, uh, the island from Lost, the magical island, had six candidates to replace Jacob as protector of the island or hot Christ figure or whatever was going on. There's six divisions in the NBA. It's not a coincidence. There are no coincidences. And, uh... Of the candidates, the Miami Heat, uh, sorry, the Southeast Division is Saeed Jara, played by Naveen Andrews, uh, like the Miami Heat. Uh, Saeed likes taking his shirt off more for heat purposes than uh, elaborate body shaming. Uh, much like the Orlando Magic's owners, the DeVos family, um, Saeed has been a trained international mercenary who killed people all over the world, just like... Blackwater, again, funded by the owners of the Orlando Magic, also including charter school enthusiast Betsy DeVos, the Secretary of Education. Boo! Uh, <laughs> uh, like, uh, sorry, like the Washington Wizards, he came back to life like a wizard. He was dead. They resuscitated him in the temple. Um, like the Charlotte Hornets, he stings all the enemies of Benjamin Linus by uh, murdering them for kind of unexplained reasons, much like uh, Michael Jordan's reasons for moving things around are kind of undefined. And like the Atlanta Hawks, Saeed tried to embrace a youth movement when he tried to romance Shannon, Boone's sister, before she was murdered by Ana Lucia, played by Michelle Rodriguez. So, Southeast Division, Saeed Jara. You know what I haven't thought about in a really long time? What's that? Uh, Saeed going, Shannon. Shannon. Yeah. Over and over and over again. God, that fucking show. All right. As listeners to the show might know, I've also been doing my own thing with a division. Coincidentally enough, 
There are six divisions in the uh, NBA, and I've been doing it every week. There are six members of the band Linkin Park. Uh, And, of course, the Southeast Division is uh, DJ Mr. Han. Everybody knows it. It's so obvious. Um, So tune in to see who's Chester Bennington. Um, (laughs) I have a guess, and I don't like it. Which, according to Wikipedia, (laughs) by the way, uh, was lead vocals and occasional rhythm guitar. Um, All right. uh, R.I.P. Chessy B. Let's start with the Miami Heat. Mm-hmm. Last year, they went 39-43, and 43, good for 10th in the East. They were 26th in offense, 6th in defense, 23rd in pace, and their expected record was 40-42. and 42. They said goodbye to Ryan Anderson. Did not remember he was on the team, I'm going to be very honest. They said goodbye well, to, of course... What when, when he took that big discount? So he could uh, yeah. go to the heat, yeah. Oh, that sucker. Well, he took the discount to go to the Suns. Oh, right. Jesus Christ. Oh, yeah, he got traded in the Tyler Johnson mm-hmm. deal, I believe. Yeah. They said goodbye, of course, to Hassan Whiteside. Uh, weirdly, though, they did say hello to Hassan Whiteside's $200,000 M16 machine gun, which he, I'm sure he left somewhere in Miami. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, they also said goodbye to Josh Richardson. Do not call him Jay Rich. There's already been a Jay Rich. I don't want to hear it anymore. And, of course, they said goodbye to old man Dwayne Wade. Uh, and we've been saying goodbye to him ever since. Forever. <laughs> Always saying goodbye to Dwayne fucking Wade. Joey and I are going to trade shirts after mm-hmm. this podcast, though. Uh, they said Hello. To rookies Tyler Hero and a man named KZ Akpala, who I can guarantee will never play any significant minutes in the <laughs> NBA because his name is KZ Akpala. Mm-hmm. Uh, they also said hello to Davon Reed, Daryl Macon, Myers Leonard, man, Kelly Olinick. There's there's a new white guy in town, and he has a much better body. And, of course, they said hello to being at the practice facility seven hours early for no reason because they signed Jimmy Butler. Mm-hmm. He's on the Mark Wahlberg schedule, baby. <laughs> Sean, my first question. Uh-huh. Dwayne Wade was fourth on this team in minutes last year. He took 25 shots per 100 possessions. Easily the highest rate on the team, despite being 13th in true shooting percentage. Are the Heat going to be way better simply because Dwayne Wade's not on the team anymore? Uh, The short answer is yes. Um, Basically, like, because they decided to let Dwayne Wade have a retirement tour, they probably cost themselves not only the playoffs, but, like, probably the seventh seed or the sixth seed. Um, he was shooting more frequently than um, Kevin Durant last year. Mm. Well, that's and, because uh, of uh, Steve Kerr's dog shit system that doesn't ever win anything that you have to throw in the garbage immediately. Yeah, he shot about as much as Clay Thompson. He did not shoot quite as frequently as Steph Curry, but mm-hmm. uh, and he just he just wasn't very good last year, and he played so much. 
Uh, so it look this this affected my like like this was one of the top six or seven teams in the East last year. They just happened to have to like hang out with this old dude all year, mm-hmm. dragging him down. It's like if you, yeah, it's like if you. If you were in like a a long race like across the country or something, but you had to let your eighty five year old grandpa drive like a third of the time, you wouldn't win that race. He'd be going really slow. Here's my counter to that. Yes. Um, who else was supposed to be shooting on the heat? Like anyone else on the team. <laughs> uh, I just mean it's like a lot of average dudes. Like, but like above average dudes, but like, but Dwayne Wade was shooting at the rate that he was like Michael Jordan. Look, I under look, I understand. I'm just saying, um, but he was terrible. Like, yes, like at some point during the season when he was terrible for four months, he should have maybe backed off. No way, uh, he's on Dwayne Wade, baby. A little bit, yeah, mini I'm Mamba. Just, I'm just saying, don't don't play. A 37-year-old broken-down man, 26 minutes a game. Hey, he was in shape. He was coming That's off what the they're bench, for. too. <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, like like almost anyone would have been a better choice than that on mm-hmm. the team. Uh, I mean, Dion Waiters only played 44 games, but he should have been shooting. Oh, yeah, that's more. who should have been shooting as much. Yeah. Um. All right, your next Olenek, question. Man. <laughs> yeah. Um. Kelly Olynyk and Myers Leonard are the backup centers. Yes. Uh, which one of these guys is more likely to miss time with a terrible sunburn? I think it's Myers because oh, I think Myers. I think well, I think because Olympic's been in Miami a little longer, and um, he just like looks more like a hippie. So I think he probably is like into like natural sunscreen and stuff. Whereas Myers, I feel like would go out in the sun. And someone would be like, uh, dude, you should really put on, like, SPF 50. And Myers would be like, I've been overcoming the haters my whole life. You do not tell me what to do. I I never wore sunscreen in Portland, and I was fine. And then just... He also just seems more likely to be shirtless. Whereas I feel like Kelly Olenek is more likely to go out in South Beach in, like, a long sleeve tee. I agree with you that Myers Leonard is more likely to be shirtless. And that is actually my argument. Um, first off, Myers Leonard uh, prays every night that uh, his sunburns won't become skin cancer, and God is good to him. So that's, that's going to happen. Uh, but also, he's Myers Leonard's just way more tan than Kelly Olynyk. Kelly Olynyk's Canadian. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think Kelly Olynyk has the ability to tan where I believe Myers Leonard does. Granted, I think it's more of the spray-on or, like, a tanning bed variety. Right. But still, I feel like he's less likely to get sunburned simply because of that. Uh, Whereas Kelly Olenek looks like um, he would catch fire if you put him in the sun. Yeah, no, I mean, it's a toss-up. I just think Kelly Olenek probably has had a lifetime of caution. Whereas, I just think Myers is more reckless, I guess. All right, Sean. Let's talk about Jimmy Butler. Yeah. Uh, He's already making people show up at 3.30 in the morning. Last year, uh, he held an entire team hostage. 
mm-hmm. uh, allegedly maybe had sex with a teammate's uh, girlfriend, mm-hmm. uh, complained about Fortnite. Yeah, although that complaint was, I think, the previous season. Yeah, I but guess. it's all it's all tied it's all together. it's all one thing. Yes. Yeah. Then uh, went to the Philadelphia 76ers, uh, sidled up with Ben Simmons. Uh, mid-season, talked up Ben Simmons, how he was like his guy. Then mid-season, realized Ben Simmons was a coward who'd never shoot a three. And then became Joel Embiid's guy. Here's my question. Mm-hmm. What weird shit is Jimmy Butler going to do once the season starts? Hmm. You know, I think that some of the weirdness of Jimmy Butler in Miami is going to be countered by um, Pat Riley also being a psychopath. Mm -hmm. So, like, there's a certain amount where someone like Scott Layden is just completely blindsided when Jimmy Butler, you know, trespasses into a team practice and starts screaming at everybody. Pat Riley has used that as a motivational technique before, mm-hmm. like like in the eighties. Um, that being said, um, I would be very cautious about Dion Waiters. He seems like mm-hmm. <laughs> he seems like exactly the guy that Jimmy Butler is gonna try to get in his head. He's gonna try to do. He's gonna try to either bully him or change him, and. Deion Waiters could kind of go either way because I think he is very confident, but Jimmy Butler might get him to, uh, I mean, what do you call the Jimmy Butler mentality? It's not Mamba mentality. It's like that, it's all tied to that rear view mirror thing. Yeah, that's right. He doesn't have a rear view mirror <laughs> in his car because he doesn't want to even want to think about going backwards. Mm-hmm. And he seems very Mark Wahlberg influenced as well. <laughs> Like, like yeah, Jimmy Butler probably also thinks he could have stopped nine eleven. He has Wahlberger mentality for sure. He yeah. definitely thinks he could have stopped nine eleven. Mm-hmm. Um. So I think someone like Myers Leonard is gonna get like hyped up by that. But I'm a little worried about like Justice Winslow too, a he- guy who like works very hard and tries. And Jimmy Butler's gonna be like, "Yeah, you got to put it up, Justice." And Justice is like, "I." I you know, I really should probably only shoot eight or nine times a game. I'm not, I'm not very accurate. I'm mostly here for my playmaking and my defense. And Jimmy's going to be like, put it up, baby. Here's what I think is going to happen. Uh, I think Jimmy Butler's motivation, along with Mark Wahlberg, is going to cause Myers Leonard to get too swole. <sighs> I mean, do you think he can get more swole? Yes. Oh, you put him on those Wahlberg steroids, baby? Yeah. Oh, that's true. That's He's gonna true. look that... like a fucking Russian doll. Yeah. With the with with like uh, pencils for legs, because oh we God. all know Myers Leonard always skips leg day and no just way. goes He's straight to chest day. and arms. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, the the only thing I will say about that is I completely agree with you. I just think it. Um, I I don't think he's really gonna play ever, so I think it's okay. I think he's going to play, because that leads me to our next question. Uh-huh. Uh, Pat Riley already sent James Johnson home for being too fat. Yes. yes. Um, <laughs> is that a weird counterfactual to what's happening 
with the rest of the team taking performative Instagrams, showing up at 2.30 in the morning for an 11 a.m. practice? <laughs> um, well, I think... I don't know. I was looking into this today. Uh, Kelly Olenek has surprisingly low body fat, I would say. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was the guy I thought might be a little bit of a slacker, too. Um, but this has been, like, a constant theme with James Johnson, and I think it's because... James Johnson ultimately wants to have an MMA body. And you don't really need to be, like, a lean MMA fighter, you know? I mean, don't you also think it might have a little something to do with James Johnson being, like, in his early to mid-30s? Yeah, I'm just I'm just saying he's, like, he was the poster child for a guy who thought he was in shape, and then Pat Riley was like, look at you, you fat fuck, mm-hmm. you know? Here's what I think is going to happen with Jimmy Butler, by the way. Actually, going back to that question. Okay. I think Jimmy Butler's going to pull some shit, and then Udonis Haslam is literally going to physically beat him up. I mean, that that would be tight. And we'll never hear about it because <clears throat> Pat Riley will bury it. Yeah. And he'll also love it. Pat Riley's probably, like, he he's probably, like, betting on it. Well, I you mean, know. I, don't you kind of think that maybe that's the reason Jimmy Butler's waking up so early to work out is that he's trying to avoid getting like a code red <laughs> while he's asleep? <laughs> Just getting like like Udonis Haslam with a, a bunch of socks with bars of soap in him, just slamming him. Um, Normally I'd say yes, except we're talking about Jimmy Butler, the most performative hard worker co- ever. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, has there ever been a more performative, uh, c- quote-unquote, competitor in the NBA? I mean, I guess Kobe is still not going to pass up Kobe, but... I mean, Russell Russell Westbrook did it with shooting, but not straight-up exercising. Russell Westbrook's the key, the, the, like, poster boy for putting up shots two hours after the game. Mm-hmm. While the arena staff is like, that's nice. Well, he only did that to avoid talking to the press. Kyle Lowry also does that every playoffs, too. Mm -hmm. Um, Uh, I don't... Yeah, this is, like, a good question for uh, a Katie Heindel, too, who is, like, really on top of it with the Instagram. She has the Jimmy Butler wavelength, for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Uh, she um, she might be America's greatest Jimmy Butler authority (laughs) outside the Wahlberg family. All right, Sean, over under 43 and a half. Uh, I think I think over. I I weirdly like looking at this team. I thought they had lost more guys because there were so many trade rumors. Um, well, they were supposed to have traded Goran Dragic, but remember the Orlando Magic. I mean, the Dallas Mavericks were like, um, no, thank you. We'd prefer to re overpay Delon Wright. <laughs> yeah, yeah, d- d- just a a tragic <laughs> offseason for the Mavericks, who like. Traded Harrison Barnes to get a max contract, and then we're like, um, Seth Curry and Boban are fine. <laughs> I mean, Boban's more than fine, so. Yeah, yeah. Anytime you saying. get Boban, it's a win, let's be honest. Yeah, it's tight. It's tight. It's tight. It's just, it's probably, they were, probably they were dreaming a little bigger. <laughs> uh, yeah, over, for sure. Yeah. Okay, here's a question, Sean. Yeah. What's the worst thing Hassan Whiteside's li- leaving in Miami? Ooh, because, I mean, there's like, 
I'm sure I'm sure that assault rifle's fine. Some kid found it and <laughs> he's taking good care of it. Um I think it's like a pet he accidentally killed. Like I don't think I don't think Hassan Whiteside is like murdering pets, but I do think he is doing dangerous things to or near pets. <laughs> I think he have, murdered that, that bird on die. his Snapchat. Though. Well that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I do think he murdered that bird. I don't think he went out to try to kill a bird, but I think he was like, let me see how hard I can throw this rock at that nest. <laughs> uh, like, more of a Lenny kind of thing. Because I think Hassan Whiteside is pretty dumb. Well, there's that famous King story about mm-hmm. Hassan Whiteside, where one time for, like, 25 straight minutes um, in the King's <laughs> practice facility, there was a one-way mirror... Uh, that very clear. It's not like it was a trick one either. Like it just uh, you could look out but not in. And Hassan Whiteside shirtless flexed in front of the entire uh, press corps, waiting to talk to somebody to talk to him My God. for twenty minutes. So yeah, I think he's pretty dumb. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna take. This seems pretty on the nose to me. Yeah, it's a it's a pretty good number. But you know what? I think they're going to make a trade. Give me the over. Yeah, that's that's the other thing is that uh, this is this is a real win now team, Joey. Mm-hmm. Oh, the other the other thing is that I just I just like Bam a lot, and now he's going to play like thirty five minutes instead of twenty minutes. I think that's going to be great. Uh, not if Myers Leonard has anything to say about that. Yeah, All right. He's not going <laughs> to. He has nothing to say about it. He is ballast. <laughs> the Orlando Magic. Last year, they were f- they were 42 and 20? Mm-hmm. Oh, 40. Sorry. Yeah, I was going to say, that's not correct. Um, they were 42 and 40. Good for seventh in the East. Lost to the world champion Raptors 4 to 1. 22nd in offense, but 8th in defense, and their expected record was 43-39. and 39. Uh, They said goodbye to Jarrell Martin, Jerrion Grant, and poor Timofey Mozgov, who is off wandering the plains mm-hmm. in a jersey backwards with his name on it. Um, and they said hello to Al-Farouk Aminu. Mm-hmm. My first question, Sean. Mm-hmm. This team improved by 17 games last year. Is adding Al Farouk Aminu to a team of Al Farouk Aminus going to counter their natural regression? I'm going to say no, Joey. I think uh, I think it's going to help. I I think it'll probably help. He's a good player, but um he doesn't really like He's not going to help elevate that offense from 22nd in the league, is what I'm saying. No, but he's only replacing Timothy Mozgov. Like, none of those guys played. Yeah, that is true. That is true. He is he is purely a bonus, and the other guys are missed. I just, uh, I don't know, man. They were a 25-win team a year ago. I just... I think I think they're going to ver- look. I don't think they're going to be very much worse than forty-two wins, but I think they're going to be. A well, we're going to talk about. Let's not yeah, I mean, do the yeah, over-under yeah, yeah, yeah. yet. I don't want to. I don't want to jump that. But um, but don't doubt Steve Clifford. I mean, it's very I mean, possible. Here's I'm the just, thing. Yeah, 
Based on what happened to the Hornets last year, it's very possible Steve Clifford is just worth 20 wins to the shittiest East teams. But didn't didn't the Hornets have like exactly the same record last year as they had the year before? I don't think so. I think they, they were, were worse. They were like underperforming a lot under him, right? <laughs> I mean, their expected record, it was a real proto-jazz thing with them always. Where it was right. like, if Tyler Zeller was hurt, or Cody Zeller was hurt, they that were like weird. eight and thirty or something like that. <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, they, um, you know, they won thirty six games last year. Sorry, they won thirty nine games last year. They won thirty six games the year before. They won thirty six games the year before that. I'm I just saying, maybe it just gets you to forty two wins, man. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I think he's <laughs> like, I don't know. I well, we'll we'll get to we'll get to the the specifics later but uh look man i like alfred camino it's just if you were going to pick a team that already seemed to have a lot of alfred camino energy i would say this would be the one you'd choose right Mm -hmm. oh for sure a lot of guys who um got drafted thinking they were threes and then it turned out they were fours but now they're probably fives (laughs) yeah and it even seems like they have a lot of, like, second-rounders that, that were like, oh, this guy can play a little bit, and what is he? And it's like, oh, he's a power forward in college, but we're playing him at the five. <laughs> it's just uh, not, a lot of, not a lot of wings on this team, Joey. Well, <laughs> do not make me go through, Sean, how many Orlando Magic records uh, Evan Fournier has again. <laughs> oh, my we God. We did that last year. <laughs> Uh, so do not doubt Evan Fournier's powers, is all well, I'm they saying. Kept, they, kept, they kept statistically the greatest player in Orlando Magic history by counting stats, Nikola Vucevic. Yeah. He's um, gonna own all the records. Um, my next question. Uh-huh. How confident do you feel about Markel Fultz? Um, okay, my heart says very, and I'm rooting for him. I- he looks good in the preseason. But he's not, he's not like, making shots. But, mm. like, he's still going to the basket and getting some shots. He's He still is not, like, making a jump shot. He doesn't look um, tentative, though, which he always did in Philadelphia. No, but I, I still feel like we, we have not really seen the resolution to uh the most important question. I guess I guess someone said they saw him shoot yeah, kind yeah. of a good free throw. No, no, he recently. hit he hit uh good. he hit good looking free throws without a hitch in uh earlier in the preseason. Hey, look. The fact that we're delighted that he was able to make a free throw without spinning the ball in his finger like a Harlem Globetrotter is Probably a symbol of the level of expectations we have for this guy. Mm-hmm. Look, I'm hopeful, but uh, no, I'm I'm not confident about him at all. It would fucking rock if he was. It would good. be great. It would be great, and they'll be really good. I like like he's he's basically exactly what they need because DJ um, Augustin is the wheels might be coming off. Is that what you're saying? You know, he's been a lot more durable than I thought compared to his early career. But yeah, like a like a tiny guard in his early thirties. Mm-hmm. That's that's not Who was a backup yeah. in his prime. <laughs> Look, man, you want you want to cut Augustin's minutes by about six minutes a game today this year, and uh, Marco Fultz is the the only 
<laughs> like, like they don't really have another point guard. Well, I mean, they can play Fournier a little bit there, I think. I mean, um, I in guess. Lineup. I mean, he's also not very good. Hey, don't <laughs> make me read you Orlando Magic. <laughs> he's better than Penny Hardaway, according to the Orlando Magic counting stats, baby. Well, you know what? You're, like, better than him now, right? Slightly. <laughs> Um, Their right. backup point guard right now officially is Michael Carter Williams. Oh God, he's not even—he's not a point guard. He's a four, right? Just he, like the rest of their team. Look, they're all fours. Terrence Ross is a four. <laughs> Bomba's a four. Terrence Ross Ken Burge is a four. Wes Iwundu—he's a four. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they're gonna. Ha- I think they might struggle a little to score. Sure, I think their defense is gonna fucking rule though. Uh. Because now you can switch out uh, Vucevic for Aminu offense for defense and literally have, like, the Nate Duncan wet dream of just, like, five switchable centers. You know what I mean? You can stay in front of guards. No, it's it's great to do down the stretch, trailing by 11. You will be able to make those offense-defense substitutions. (laughs) Um, All right, and then finally... Sean, has any player on the Magic gone to see Jonathan Isaac preach yet? I'm going to say no. He sounds like he sounds unpleasant, Joey. He seems incredibly unpleasant. Um, he his politics are upsetting. Mm-hmm. Uh, the way he tweets, he was like tweeting about the guilt of the Central Park Five while watching <laughs> When They See Us. Wait, how he was like he's like on Trump's side? Yes, is that what you're saying? Yes. No, Jesus. he's like a MAGA good dude. Yeah. So I think if okay, he's like if a any- straight, like uh, speaking in tongues evangelical, I think. Yeah, I feel like that's not going to help his career longevity. Really. <laughs> um, I don't know. I think he's really good at basketball, though. At least at defense. Uh, he's probably really good at defense. He seems impressive. Um, he does not seem very good at offense, though, I no. would say. And he's very young. He, uh, he had the, the second best advanced defense metrics among, like, real guys who played a lot. I guess Bombas were really good, though, weirdly. Mm-hmm. I mean, not weirdly. He ba- seems awesome, too. Bombas been good in the, um, preseason, too, actually. Uh-huh. Yeah, and you know, I, I think they're I think they're definitely trying to look, if you're gonna have someone mentor Jonathan Isaac, Al Farouk Aminu is a pretty good choice and a guy who's been in Portland and like because of that <laughs> understands like the rights of a human being. Uh you know, like like doesn't just want doesn't see the earth as you know, just a disposable source of resources for God's chosen people. Mm-hmm. So that's good, right? Um, speaking... Oh, actually, I don't want to do that yet. Um, Sean, over under 41 and a half for the Orlando Magic. God, this one... I mean, that's the perfect number. Um, because I really think... I really think they're... They are going to backslide a little bit, but also, um... I think Aaron Gordon is going to have a very good year. Like, I... He's... He's 24... Had a pretty good year last year. Like this, this could be the only the only thing that might hold him back is the fact that there's nine other power forwards on the roster, Joey. <laughs> that might hurt a little bit. Uh, 
I'm saying under, just because I kind of don't really believe in the team. I still kind of think they're going to win 41 games, but I'm gonna I'm gonna pick a slight under here. I'm taking the over. I think they're winning this division. I mean that. They could probably do that with 43 wins. I so, think yeah. it's going to be 44. I think this is a 44-win team. Yeah, I just... I hate their offense, man. I just... It is a pretty low over-under, though. Like, like all they have to do is be above 500 to get this. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't bet this, but I'm still picking the under, because I... What if yeah. you could tease this with another number you like and get it down to 40? God, that would be yeah. Then I would go over for sure. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I think they're going to win forty-one games. I think, I just think they're like, they're the most sort of like surprising and maybe unsustainable improvement last year. Mm-hmm. Although I've still heard people say that if they were paying Mobamba less, they would have been like a forty-six win team. So I might be totally wrong about that. Um, I just think they're going to be a little worse. Well, luckily, Sean, it's fall. So you know what that means. Ooh, it's it's betting time? It is betting time. Uh, <laughs> how did you know it was betting time, Sean? Well, is it because our show, Round Ball Rock, is actually sponsored by mybookie.ag? That's the only place I gamble outside of, uh, you know, Wendover, Nevada. <laughs> well, luckily you don't live in Wendover, Nevada. Uh-huh. And... You can bet on mybookie.ag from the comfort of your own home. Yeah, I do. I do. I placed a football <laughs> bet on mybookie.ag this weekend. Oh, baby. What did yeah. you bet? I bet against the Kansas City Chiefs. Did you win? I did. I did. They they were four and a half point favorites and they lost the game because uh, they they forgot that other teams can run the ball. <laughs> They're like the anti-Green Rockney. <laughs> <laughs> um. Well, Sean, I was actually looking at some bets on mybookie.ag. Do you want to hear about oh, this, please. the Southeast so, Division? So I know you can bet on the the name of the next pope, but yeah, give me some Southeast Division. Give All me right, a Southeast. Division. Your Southeast Division. Uh, the Charlotte Hornets are plus fifteen thousand. Okay. Oh, oh, wow. (laughs) To win the division. To win the division. (laughs) The Washington Wizards are plus 11,000 to win the division. Uh So that's if you bet $100 and Bradley Beal goes insane, you win $11,000. Look, if you're going to make a long shot bet about any division (laughs) in the NBA, bet on the Southeast Division. These are Mm -hmm. some fragile teams. (laughs) Um... The Atlanta Hawks plus five hundred and thirty. That's tasty, Joey. Mm-hmm. I mean, you want to talk tasty? I just called that this team was going to win the division uh-huh. plus yeah. one sixty. The Orlando Magic. That's pretty good. That's for tasty. a team that fin- that had the best record in the division last year. Mm-hmm. And finally, the Miami Heat. Your favorites are minus uh-huh. one thirty. But all of those are tempting, Joey. I know, right? I guess I would bet on the Miami Heat, but I'm actually I might. I think I would maybe. Well, you gonna bet yeah, the Hawks? I would bet. I would bet on the Hawks. I just like the odds. I like the odds. And the thing is, when you bet it, mybookie.ag, you win. That's what I hear. Mm-hmm. You bet, you win, you play. But we're not even at that part yet, where we read oh, their. Uh, because <laughs> look, I like those bets just fine. 
Um, I love, you know, I love basketball. You might learn a little bit of basket about basketball listening to this podcast, but you know what bets I like betting on more? This is a bet I love. Are you ready? I'm ready. This is who will be the the next Green Lantern, Sean. You know who your who favorite are the choices? is. You yeah, know who please. this is. Your favorite, Tom Cruise at plus one thirty. I'm gonna say, <laughs> don't think it's gonna be him. <laughs> that seems like a departure for Tom Cruise. Uh, common plus two hundred. I wouldn't have even th- <laughs> two people that weren't on my radar. Go, keep going. Bradley Cooper plus three hundred. It still seems, still seems too like like he's got other stuff to do. Here's a real weird one. Are you ready? Yeah. Joel McHale. Whoa. Plus four fifty five. That's who I want. That's who I think could be the Green Lantern. <laughs> I want McHale, man. He's got a he's got a national championship ring from college. Idris he... Elba. Plus five hundred. It seems like he's. Got some franchises already that he's dealing Sean, with. Sean, this next guy, I don't even know who he is. Uh huh. Alex O'Laughlin plus 800. Alex O. Okay, so. I, <laughs> is that. I don't know. Is who that, that is the at kid all. that Lori Laughlin went to prison sending to college? <laughs> I think that's right. I think it's right. He's a water polo player. <laughs> I do not know who he is. He's on Hawaii 5 0. Mm hmm. Okay, great. I, so he's so, yeah, Scott so Conn's son. Um, on one of these pictures he's holding a lantern no he's not he's not really uh the field sean plus 250 Mm -hmm. i i'm betting the field based on this i'm gonna say this right now i'm putting my i'm putting 200 on mikhail (laughs) (laughs) and finally jake gyllenhaal plus 2000 Mm -hmm. and army hammer plus 600 See, I like that Army Hammer bet, too. <laughs> you know what? MyBookie.ag, if you're listening, I would like to I would I would like you to add a bet for Round Ball Rock. Uh that's in this same vein. Mm-hmm. Uh please add will they ever release the Snyder cut? Oh yes or oh, no. <laughs> yes. Yes. That's a great one. <laughs> um and you know what? I'd bet yes. And you know what? For Round Ball Rock fans, well, this is the longest ad ever, but I think it's entertaining. <laughs> They're really getting their money's worth here. Uh, for If you're a Round Ball Rock fan, uh, my bookie, they're going to double your first deposit if you use promo code ROUNDROCK to activate the offer. That's promo code ROUNDROCK, and they'll double your cash, baby. Visit mybookie.ag today. You play. You win. You get to play Green Lantern. I mean, get paid. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Someone's getting paid, and his name is Joel McHale. <laughs> <laughs> Where? Why is he? Like, I, every, time, every time I'm, like, thinking about it again, I'm like, it's even more perfect than I thought before. <laughs> All right, Sean. The Atlanta Hawks. Last year they went twenty nine and fifty three. Good for twelfth in the East. They were twenty third in offense, twenty seventh in defense, and first in pace. Their expected record twenty seven and fifty five. They said goodbye to Kent Bazemore and his Under Armour shoes. 
They said goodbye to Torian Prince. They said goodbye to every salary cap man's favorite player, Dwayne Dedman. They said goodbye oh my God, yeah. to Justin Anderson. They said goodbye to Omari Spellman. Jalen Adams. And of course, they left Miles Plum- Plumley at Burning Man. Uh, and they also said goodbye to Deontay Davis, which thankfully that means Vince Carter can reconvert whatever weird, creepy room he has in his house. <laughs> um, but don't worry, Sean. They said hello to a lot of weird guys. Rookies DeAndre Hunter and Cam Reddish. Yeah. Warriors Reclamation Project, Damian Jones. Big party time, Tra- Chandler Parsons. Watch out, underage women. <laughs> Uh, they also said hello to Jabari Parker. They said hello to Alan Crabb, and they said hello to Evan Turner. Here's my question, Sean. Mm-hmm. A lot of people think this team is going to be good this year. Mm-hmm. Can a team actually get better if they had Jabari Parker and Chandler Parsons, though? I uh, I don't really think so. I mean, I expected this team to improve, and then they seem like they spent the summer actively trying not to improve. Mm-hmm. Um, also, I think with their rookies, neither one is going to be good this year. Mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm not like ruling out them ever being good or anything, but, um, you know, it, it's going to be a little rough, especially on a team that's already kind of full of rookies. Are you worried Chandler Parsons is going to uh, poison Kevin Herter. No, man. Chandler Parsons isn't even going to talk to him. He's going to like bully him, maybe, but I don't mm-hmm. think he's going to. I don't think he's going to punish him. Chandler Parsons might go to jail this year in Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> you know who's not going to jail though? Uh-huh. Jabari Parker. Um, because he's a Mormon. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but you Look, know what I, I think I, is going to happen? What's that? I think Jabari Parker is going to get real fat in Atlanta. Ooh, we we hope for this every year. Uh, just the delicious food, the access to Bojangles. Uh, yeah, that could really happen with Jabari Parker. I mean, like, he doesn't have a real ripped body as is. You know what I mean? He was, He's always he was been not svelte kind before of a thick the injuries. guy. Yeah. 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 Um, I'm definitely rooting for him. They gave him a two-year deal, I think. I don't, I don't, I'm not really sure. But, uh, I looked at him and I was like, right, they, they traded for him and got like a pick in return. And then I realized like, no, he was a free agent. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I'm sure he's not making 20 million a year, which is what the Bulls the were Wizards paying were paying him. Don't forget. Yeah. <laughs> two for 13. Is his deal two for seems still seems like too much, man. I for a guy that kind of hasn't been good. Yeah, I guess that's well. I mean, to me, that's just another reason. I'm like, are they playing for 2022 now? I think they are. Right. Just seems like it. Just seems like maybe sometimes when you see these like very philosophical uh, commitments to rebuilding. It almost seems like there's a there's a tendency to ignore what you actually have right. and like the opportunity of like here's I don't a know. question. 
Victorian Prince is better than Jabari Parker, right? Significantly, right? <laughs> yes, and also cheaper. Yeah, well, he's still on his rookie deal. Yeah, you still have and younger. Like... He's cheaper and younger, right? I mean, he looks it, old. I, I think he's younger, right? Torian Prince is... He's 24. So is Jabari Parker. So he's the okay. same age. And I mean, I guess that we're afraid they were going to have to pay him more than $7 million next year. But it's like, who fucking cares, dude? You're but paying Torian Chandler has, Parsons yeah. 30 or whatever this year. Torian Prince shoots threes, he plays defense, and he has cartilage in both of his knees. I think that I think that's a big win for him. Um yeah, weird team. Weird team, man. Um Vince Carter. Let's talk about him. Yeah. Uh is he going to follow Deontay Davis wherever he went? <laughs> I think I think maybe It's weird that Deontay Davis and Vince Carter have matched up twice. Mhm. I mean, is he going to just legally adopt him? I, I don't think Deontay Davis went to another team, Joey. Deontay Davis also, if you remember right, was like, I don't want to stay in this weird room in your house you built for me. Mm-hmm. Yes, he he was not really that <laughs> Vince Carter was trying to kidnap Deontay Davis. And now, maybe he has. Deontay Davis does not have <laughs> somewhere else to go, so he might have to live in that room now. <laughs> God, I would love to see the Vince Carter sitcom where he's like, you know, it's mostly about Deontay, but you see Vince like leaving to work and being like, Deontay, you're gonna you're gonna do your shuttle runs. And he's like, Yeah, Dad. And then he leaves and like there's a big bag of popcorn behind the couch that he takes out instead and the audience is like, Oh, Deontay. And then it's like <laughs> But it, they can't afford the full yeah. old time rock and roll, so it's yes, just please. like the piano part slightly changed and yeah, then yeah, he yeah. slides out in sunglasses and a dress shirt um, um, but that's every episode every yeah episode yeah, yeah. <laughs> um here's my next question sean is neil o'shea going to cry while watching alan crabb and evan turner play together uh yes yes it's <laughs> also gonna be fully hard as that's happening um let's talk about alex len yeah. Alex Len was good last year. Uh is this the Hawks having uh, an excellent development system or is this some real like uh Don Nelson Warriors era shit where it's like not even Don Nelson really where it's like Brian Cardinal all of a sudden is good at basketball. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's what it, it that's what it very much reminds me of of just these like kind of like oh it's, it turns out Turns out Kaleno is a boogie can play. They're like, oh, we found we found this guy Reggie Williams. But He's it turns undrafted. out when you play the fastest as the fastest team in the league, everybody's numbers look pretty good. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, I do think that this that you get a unique amount of upside when you get someone from the Phoenix Suns because Alex Len. There was some point where they were asking him what was different, and he was like, "Well, they taught me to set a screen mm-hmm. correctly." That was. That was important, my fifth year in the NBA. Well, and look, I'm clowning on the Hawks a little. I don't really understand this offseason, but uh, I love Trey Young. I love Lloyd Pierce. Lloyd Pierce, like, 
is the coach that people think Brad Stevens is. You know oh, what I really? mean? Yeah. What? What? I don't. I don't know very much about Lloyd Pierce. <clears throat> Lloyd Pierce fucking rules, dude. He makes really good out of bounds plays, and uh, uh, everyone likes him. But guess what? He's not white, so not oh. a genius. You know, very He's an classic idiot. idiot. Fire yeah. him. <clears throat> very, very classic media shit there, where you know. Uh, oh, I don't know. Like somebody white coaches are geniuses for five straight years. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He went to the NBA title. Okay. Um, I, I get what you're saying. Yeah, Lloyd Pierce is cool as hell. Uh, Trey Young is cool, and you know, you know me, I love Red Velvet, man. Well, the other thing about Trey Young is, um, he basically, you know, they say like, oh, this rookie, you know, was improved throughout the season. Trey Young in the last 20 games was, like, scoring, like, 26 points a game or something like that. Like, yeah. Like, kind of monster number. He had a, an eerily similar rookie year to Stephen Curry, I would mm-hmm. say. Because mm-hmm. Steph Curry fucking sucked his first month in the NBA. Yeah. Okay, um, so the last the last 20 games, Trey Young was averaged 25 points, 9 assists, and 5 rebounds. Mm-hmm. Um... Yeah, he's gonna rule. That, that I guess that's the reason I'm not. I'm not really down on the team. I'm just kind of frustrated that they they seem like they were pushing things back because um, this was like a year where they had an extra lottery pick, and they sort of just I don't know. It just didn't seem like they did a lot in mm-hmm. the draft. Maybe 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 DeAndre Hunter is better than I think. He should be really good defensively. I just, you know, I don't know. I it's, I'm not that into dudes who who are like defensive specialists coming out of college. I just think that like they got rid of like all their veterans and replaced them with like notoriously shitty veterans. Well, and they and they like got a pick. For taking Alan Crabb, mm-hmm. but they also gave up Torian Prince, and it's like, isn't Torian Prince a good example of what you would get with, like, a Brooklyn Nets mm-hmm. caliber pick next year? That's all. It's just, like, I, I think getting first-rounders between, like, 20 and 30 is not all that valuable. Yeah. Um. All right, they're over-under, Sean. 33 and a half. Are they four wins better? They should be, but I kind of think they're going to tank. I'm going to go over, though. I think just the, the East sucks. The, you, you can't hold down Trey enough. The, the straight the 35 wins. That's what I'm saying. I was going to take the under. Mm-hmm. I'm, You know what? I'm still going to take the under. I think we're seeing... Uh, I think they're like... Two annoying injuries away from being really fucking shitty. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, like, that's true. That's true. Oh, the other guy that we didn't really even mention is... Um, oh, I'm, John I'm, Collins I'm, is I'm like, their best player. I'm, John Collins really fucking all in on, Yeah. I think Trey might be better than him already, but I think he's really good. He's like... His numbers were like young Sean Kemp-like. Well, Andy shoots threes. Yeah. <laughs> and he he doesn't really play defense, but he's not like terrible at well, defense. Well, he's you know not I mean? a great rim protector, but he's 
mobile and can stay in front of guys. So he just he, he should be a power forward. He's not. He's just not a center. Mm, he's a center, baby. Look um, at him. He's, he's a definitely center. a power forward. Mm, you gotta get your mind out of that. Uh, the, everyone's a center now, baby. All right. I guess. I guess. I guess the Warriors playing a six-four center for five years should disabuse me of that. No, I just think. I just think you're. Look, I don't think it's a height thing. I think if you have your center and he can't really stop people at the basket, you should probably play that guy at power forward. That's all. All right, the Washington Wizards. Last year they were 32 and 50, good for 11th in the East. Uh, they were 14th on offense, 28th in defense, and 9th in pace. So Scotty Brooks at least had him running. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were, their expected record was 34 and 48, but they're the Wizards, so they're always going to be two wins worse than <laughs> everyone thinks they are. Mm-hmm. Uh, they said goodbye to so many people, Sean. They said goodbye to Trevor Ariza. Forgot he was even on the team. They said goodbye to Tomas Sadoransky. Why? <laughs> they said goodbye to Dwight Howard. I mean, that's a positive. They said goodbye mm-hmm. to Jeff Green. They s- you just do that after you. They said goodbye to Bobby Portis, even though they traded their second best player for him midseason last year. <laughs> they said goodbye to Jabari Parker, and they said goodbye to proud white man Sam Decker. Mm-hmm. They said hello to a lot of people, though. They, they did. S- they said hello to rookies Rui Hachimura and Admiral Schofield. Best who, best name in the draft. Uh is not a boutique whiskey. Um, <laughs> they, said, they said hello to C.J. Miles, NBA champion. Kind of. <laughs> they said hello <laughs> to Jamario Jones, who I thought retired six years ago. They said hello to Chris Choiza. Chioza. They said hello... This is a good pickup, though, Sean, this next guy. Uh, they got Davis Bertans, baby. They did. You know who else they got? Young Davis Bertans, Moritz Wagner. <laughs> they he's said like, he's like Charmin Davis Bertans. They, they got Isaac Bonga for free. Mm-hmm. They got Justin Anderson. They signed and the most confusing point guard rotation you could possibly sign. <laughs> they signed both Ish Smith and Isaiah Thomas. Did they just sign Isaiah Thomas to keep John Wall company at rehab? I don't know. He's already hurt, though. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, they were like, no, like Isaiah's Isaiah's a good guy. They can they can do their leg exercises together. Sean, my first question, and clearly the actually the most important question I have about any team in this division. Uh huh. Is this the year Ted Leonsis finally gets Fugazi to reunite? I'm going to say this is not the Wizards team that is going to uh, inspire the boys to get back together. No matter what the ticket price is. No matter no matter what the charity. Uh, this would be an insult to Fugazi. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I was trying to think of what the equivalent band that he could reunite would be. And I'm thinking maybe like Mr. Mister. You know, the the band that did Broken Wings. Oh, I'm aware. They won uh, Best New Artist Grammy. Mm-hmm. Famous. That, that was actually, the, that was the first album somebody <laughs> bought for me is Welcome to the Real World by Mr. Mister. 
yeah, that that was about the quality I could think of. Mm-hmm. Like like pretty forgettable, but a lot of guys were like, oh him. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at a list of famous bands from Washington D.C. right now. Oh, oh, right. It should be a D.C. band. Sorry, I, I forgot about that. I think. Hmm. A, a lot of these bands are too good. I'm going to be honest. Like the Dismemberment Plan, way too good for this. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. Um, I think this team is like he should. He should try and re- reunite Shy. You know, the 1990s soul quartet uh, who sang If I Ever Fall in Love. Oh, yeah. Okay, that that seems fair. Right? <laughs> <laughs> it was either that or Michelle Indigicello, but I think she's too busy touring too with good. Ringo's, yeah. Ringo's, uh, the Ringo Star All-Star Band, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> Hot Tuna? Also too good. I don't even like Hot Tuna. No, but still too good for these yeah. guys. <laughs> um, all right. Maybe like a John Philip Sousa cover band. <laughs> Maybe that would be. Um, Sean, is there a lottery pick you like less than Rui Hachimura? I don't think there is, Joey. Um, we saw him I'm play not... so many times. <laughs> we really saw Summer him a lot at Summer League, and it was pretty unimpressive. He is... Look, I know I said everyone's a center a couple of seconds ago. Yes. But um he is too small to be a center, but cannot he's really small in person. Right? Yes. Like well, he's he, a small forward sized man with like Kenneth Fareed skills. He reminded me of yeah, he reminded me of like a very unskilled Antoine Jameson. When he showed up at the Warriors, I was like, Oh, I thought he was like two inches taller. Mm-hmm. Um, in the in the lottery is that are anyone I like less, possibly Cameron Johnson. But Cameron Johnson has like a distinct skill, mm-hmm. which is being injured. Well, <laughs> yes, and uh, <laughs> three parts. Look, I think it's really cool that they have a Japanese player. Yeah, and that part I rules. Want him to Look, be I like his personality a lot. I like that he's Japanese. That's fucking cool. Um. Mm-hmm. I worry. It's just I not just a good worry. sign. Yeah, it's not a good sign that a 21-year-old at Summer League is only scoring off of, like, offensive rebounds. Mm-hmm. All right, my final question for this team, because we got to get a move on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, both the Wizards and Bradley Beal say they want to lock him up with a Supermax, which he's eligible for if he makes the All-NBA. So my question, mm-hmm. Sean... Where are the wizards going to trade him? <laughs> mean, mean question. I uh, look. I it seems like the Celtics make a lot of sense, but I also don't really believe that Danny Ainge is going to give away any of his precious trade chips. Um. So the team I would like to see this happen with is that the Denver Nuggets get it done. Hmm. Um, you know, it just seems like a great fit and they have stuff to trade. I like that. Uh, you know what other team I would like? Uh, what if you're the New Orleans Pelicans? Um, mm-hmm. you maybe just want to, uh, pawn off this Brandon Ingram shit, right? You, you know, you know, and you want to flip <laughs> just Brandon tra- Ingram. Trade all the stuff you got from the Lakers. No, they got to keep Lonzo because Lonzo they- and 
Zion are perfect together. But uh I didn't I didn't love the shot I was seeing from lots of ball this week. He looked he's he and Zion have looked amazing together. No, he's cool. He's cool. But but yeah, Ingram and Hart uh whatever. JJ Reddick JJ Reddick's one year deal. You can figure the money out, you know. They have a lot, of, a lot of future picks. Um, a bunch of those Laker picks. Uh, yeah, and then you run a three-guard closing lineup that's Lonzo, Drew, and Bradley Beal. Rule, dude. Yeah. Um, all right, Sean. Over under 26 and a half. Jared, you also know that closing lineup, right? Who? Zion. Yeah, well, I know. I just was talking it's about the... It's one more. It's each one more. Get, get out of here. <laughs> Over under twenty six and a half. That's an under for me. This <laughs> me could be too. the worst team in the league. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because it's it's just like the problem is if I think if Bradley Beal had actually made third team All NBA, he would have signed a supermax. But now there's no path to that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, anyway, they could be they could be very bad. That like like even. Even if they're not tanking, this could be a terrible, terrible team. Mm-hmm. They're, do you know who they're starting? It's terrible. <laughs> Why don't you... Okay, just read it to let the just, Let me just give you their starting lineup right now. Ish Smith, Bradley Beal, CJ Miles, Rui Hajimura, Thomas Bryant. Thomas Bryant was actually pretty good for them last year. He was pretty good for them last <laughs> year, but he's their second best starter. <laughs> Uh, CJ Miles is hurt, and then their backups are Isaiah Thomas, Jordan McRae, Troy Brown Jr., Davis Bertens, just start him, and Ian <laughs> McHinney. It's a rough team. Um, Why would they let... The question we need to ask that we haven't asked, Sean, is uh-huh. why did they let Thomas Sadoransky go? He didn't really get that much money from the Bulls, right? <laughs> No. Three years. No, hold on. He got. Let me just see. It was a sign in trade. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so three three for 30. Yeah. $10 million a year. <laughs> I mean. I, my, the only thing I can think of is that he wanted out, but I didn't hear that. I mean, the, the, the thing we're forgetting, though, is how much money John Wall makes. Right, but. But it doesn't matter that you have your starting point guard making $10 million a year. Like, just, he's not old. No, but... Sadoransky's like, they're what, saving money. 28? It, like, Ish Smith isn't making $10 million a year. You know what I mean? They're, they're yeah, saving money just, this year. It's just, but they're just, it's just weird. Like... <laughs> All right, your, I mean, your final team... <laughs> The Charlotte Hornets. Last year they went 39 and 43, good for ninth in the East. 12th in offense, 22nd in defense, 21st in pace. Uh, their expected record was 38 and 44, so, uh, basketball gods finally made up for all those years. They were 10 years, uh, uh they were 10 wins off their expected record. Uh huh. Um, yes. They, yeah, because Cody Zeller had a hangnail that <laughs> knocked him out for three weeks. <laughs> they said goodbye to Shelvin Mack, Frank Kaminsky, Tony Parker. So weird he was on this team. Jeremy Lamb and 
rich man's Shelvin Mack, Kemble Walker. (laughs) (laughs) They said hello to Cody Martin and PJ Washington Mm -hmm. and to the new worst contract in the NBA, Terry Rozier. (laughs) He's not going to be good. So my first question for you, Sean, Uh is... Shouldn't Michael Jordan have just given Kemba Walker the slightly less than max five for 190 that he wanted? Yeah, he should have. Here's my other question. Shouldn't Michael Jordan have just traded Kemba Walker two years ago when Mitch Kupchak was all ready to trade him? And then remember, uh, Michael Jordan said he wasn't, he wouldn't let him unless they got an all star back in return. Right. It was like a week before the trade yeah. deadline. And that was the new, like, just like he didn't understand how trades worked. Uh huh. You know that normal all star for all star <laughs> trade. You, I mean, I guess that did happen this year with Westbrook and Paul, but but usually, usually that's not the circumstance. Oh man, Daryl Morey would have traded uh, Chris Paul for Kemba Walker in a heartbeat. I think straight up. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> shouldn't they have they also done life. that? It's weird to just let him go, right? It seems like they had a lot of other options, <laughs> especially for a guy who wanted to stay. Yeah. And instead they decided to give him an insulting well, their offer was like, like 4 for, for uh, 60 yeah, or something. Yeah. It was like It was like 50 million off. Yeah, it was like <laughs> I think it was like 3 million a year more than he got from the Celtics uh-huh. or something like that. Um yeah, it's like it's terrible. Is there anything you really need to say about this team? No, except that, like, looking at their starters, I like them better than the Wizards. All right, say I the starters. The were... Tell us, tell the listeners the starters. Okay, well, well, they do have... Okay, I'm going to leave out the shooting guard until last. Terry Rozier, Nick Batum, who is weirdly injured. Who would have seen that coming? <laughs> um, Miles Bridges, Cody Zeller, and their starting shooting guard... I think the worst starter in the NBA, uh, Dwayne Bacon. Hmm. Here's a weird thing. I really like two players, two player, young players on this team for, a, for the first time in a very long time in both uh-huh. PJ Washington and Miles Bridges. Uh, but also yeah. they feel like the same guy, kind of. <laughs> kind of, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I kind of think that... Your ideal lineup, you're starting P.J. Washington and maybe trying to let Nick Batum survive at shooting guard. Um, Also, I think Malik Monk is going to end up, like, being good at, like, age 26 on a real He's the starter, right? They're not going to start Dwayne Bacon. It's going to be Malik Monk. They're going to start Dwayne Bacon. Unchain Malik Monk. Um, Why not? (laughs) <laughs> All right, Sean. Over under twenty three and a half. What do you think? You know, I'm going to go under. I still think. Yeah, I, I'm going under. This is the worst this team, team in sucks. the league. This team might win like eight games. They could be really bad. Terry because... Rozier. People don't understand how bad he is. I don't think he he is a perfectly fine backup point guard. But no, he's not good. And they're going to be playing him like 30 minutes, 35 minutes a game. Oh, at at least. Maybe more. You just got to earn that money, baby. All right, listeners. That's been our takes on the division. But as 
as you know by now, um, we don't really know anything about basketball. Luckily, we do know two guys who do. Here's another edition of Slammed Up with Brett Slamson and Randy Ledoux. This is Slammed Up with Brett Samson and Randy Ledoux. Analytics, friendship, efficiency, and promo codes. These guys are fucking dorks. Hello and welcome once again to an episode of the Slammed Up Podcast, the only analytics podcast that is nested inside another podcast, the uh, somewhat frivolous and uh, non-analytical, little, little emotional, little non-serious Round Ball Rock podcast. I am your host, Brad Slamson. With me, as often, is uh, Randy Ledoux. Randy, how are you doing? Oh, I'm doing great, Brad. How are you? Uh, you know, I'm I'm, I'm doing all right. I'm, uh, you know, just... Uh, Definitely financially solvent and uh, feeling good about previewing the uh, Southeast Division. Are you, are you sure? Normally, uh, when you say you're financially solvent, it means you're lying. Oh, well, <laughs> of course I'm not <laughs> saying anything uh, that's, uh, you know, legally uh, dangerous at all. Absolutely. I, my, my broker and my lawyer assured me that that is a uh, fair statement to make. Randy, what have you been up to? Oh, not a whole lot. Just, um, you know, as, as most people know, I have a background in politics. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and I've just been working for Kamala Harris. Oh, oh, you have been. You, uh, yeah, you, you're moving on to another, uh, mm-hmm. in the field. She told me if I didn't work for her, she'd have me arrested and thrown in solitary confinement. Oh, no. Uh, for truancy. Uh, truancy? I'm That's, an uh, adult man. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You're 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 very small, but you've uh, you you you've done a lot of school. You, I'm a childless a adult man. I don't understand how I could go to prison for truancy, but mm-hmm. as you know, I also have a legal background, and I looked, I looked it mm-hmm. up, and it turns out she can totally do that. Yeah, well, she is she is the top cop. Mm-hmm. And the top cop gets a lot of uh, a lot of leeway. She on that also one. Well, broke into my apartment and tried to shoot at me. Whoa, whoa, that's uh. It's definitely police behavior, uh, but, uh, you know, probably she just uh, had a reasonable belief that it was her own apartment, mm-hmm. I believe. Uh, it's probably the case. Uh, well, That's let's what get into mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I, I believe her. Uh, you know, you gotta, you, gotta, you gotta trust a woman in blue, as they say. Uh, well, before we start, pro- we, before we start uh, previewing the Southeast uh, Division... We need to talk about one of our sponsors. Now, Randy, as podcasters in 2012, we are legally required to have a sponsor who fills a box with a bunch of random stuff every month and sends it out to listeners. It's the law. But also, we are some hungry men who enjoy a protein-rich diet. Randy, I'm currently doing paleo keto, which is where you uh, only eat protein, coconut oil, and prehistoric ferns. So that is why I am so excited about Balut Crate the only monthly subscription service for Filipino developing bird embryos. Here's how it works. Every month, a special freeze-dried, pressurized box arrives at your house full of fertilized eggs packed in uh, warm sand that can give them 14 to 21 days to develop. Uh, they mix it up. A crate might have mallards, spotted whistling ducks, or uh, my last one had an African pygmy goose. Uh, you eat them right out of the shell, add your packet of lime juice and sea salt, and enjoy. Uh... 
as you know, Randy, I am a high-powered individual who works 15 hours a day, basically, anytime I'm not working, sleeping, making love, or editing movies from recent action movies to put Donald Trump's face on them, I am eating balut. Because not only are they high in protein, it is the youngest possible chicken you can eat, or duck. So much potential and team stomach control. It's the closest you can get to literally eating a conditional 2028 second round pick. Randy, I don't know about you, but I like the longer incubations where you can recognize the hatchling and get that real satisfying crunch that comes from chomping the bones of an animal not yet born. Uh, and if the balut is somehow unsatisfying, you can always have the option for uh, a chick swap. Now you can get a complimentary sample balut mini crate if you visit the site and use promo code hardcapped at the apron. Oh, uh, we talk about that remember. constantly. We talk, about that. talk about that all the time. Balut crate. Eat those immature baby ducks. That is that's their slogan. Uh, Randy, we're gonna get started with uh, the team playing at South Beach, the Miami Heat. Now, uh, I have to say I'm a big fan of this organization, of Pat Riley. I have uh, actually started adopting Pat Riley's philosophy when it comes to uh, my lovers. I take a before and after photo of all my lovers to encourage them to maintain their body composition, much like Pat Riley does. Uh, and I'm very excited for the matchup of Pat Riley and Jimmy Butler. Uh, he's taking his, you know, famous coxmanship to South Beach and ideally all the way to Cuba uh, with the death of Castro, you know, the, the, this island is looking for a new strongman. I think Jimmy Butler uh, could be the one to do it. Randy, what do you think of the Heat? Well, as we all know, Eric Spolstra is an incredible coach. Um, I like their team, but I don't love their team. Uh, none of their contracts are good. Everyone is overpaid. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, to be fair... With the exception, of course, of their centers, uh, they have too many tall people. Uh, not switchy enough. Mm-hmm. Uh, between mm-hmm. Olenek, uh, Bam, and um, <coughs> Myers Leonard, I'm sorry there's so much dust in this room. I've been mm-hmm. snorting whey protein instead of eating, Ooh. and um, it's a little dusty in here. <coughs> do, you get a, do you get a high from that, Randy? No, but I do get a... Oh, well, that's, yeah. that, that is good. Eating uh, is boring. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, I, th- I think they're going to end up, uh, you know, Bam Adebayo is, is an incredibly switchy player. He can guard positions uh, one through six, actually, because even when he's on the bench, he's uh, surveilling the other team's bench through binoculars. So I like that. I would be starting him at point guard, actually. Bump Goran Dragic up to the five. Uh, get a little, get a little mismatch in transition. We love a mismatch here on the podcast. Uh huh. Some have said that, uh, Randy Ledoux and Brett Slamson are a mismatch, but, uh, someone should make a joke about that. I'll guard you no matter what position you're playing. Old oh, man. Thank you, thank, thank you, Randy. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, what I meant to say though is I obviously think the answer is playing Justice Winslow at point guard, at, uh, both center and point guard at the same time. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that uh, switchy. That's the ultimate in switchiness is is playing four on five. Mm-hmm. To, you always get a mismatch. Yeah, to play Sintgerd. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Of course, yeah, the position I invented. No, 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 no. I I understand body of the body of a center, head of a guard. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It's Justice Winslow. Mm-hmm. I I love it. Um, uh, I do think James to- Johnson is a a doughy piece of shit who needs to go home forever. 
whoa, whoa, well, you know, I, I, you know, I like it when you get aggressive like that. And I agree. And, uh, I would even go so far as to say if he doesn't make weight, uh, you just start taking off toes until he reaches that number. Uh, moving on to the Orlando Magic. Uh, it's, uh, you know, sometimes I have to recuse myself from these discussions, but, uh, Eric Prince and I have had a falling out recently, so I can be completely objective about this team. Uh, my main point is, uh, they're going to miss Troy Copain. Uh, they're all overwhelming leader in offensive box score plus minus, the most important stat in basketball. Uh, I guess he only played 16 minutes, but as we all know, rate stats are reliable because people are essentially robots programmed by their DNA. Randy, what do you think of this team? Oh, I love this team. It's just wingspan, wingspan, wingspan. And as mm-hmm. we all know, actual basketball skills do not matter, but what does matter is a a combination of age, mm-hmm. contract, mm-hmm. and a length from fingertip to fingertip. And this team mm-hmm. has it all. NBA champions. I, I love it. I love it. Uh, this team makes me feel uh, better about the length of my own arms, which, again, have been uh, described alternately as uh, spider-like and an abomination unto the Lord. Mm-hmm. Uh, Weirdly, Christopher we- Hitchens said that about you. Mm-hmm. It was it's uh you know during a televised debate too that was that was odd. Uh, well, here's we're gonna move on to our next sponsor. Our next sponsor, Robin Lopez Hood. Uh, Robin Lopez Hood is an investment app that makes it easy to invest from the ease and convenience of your own home. But this isn't one of those risky investments where the vagaries of the stock market might put your investment in danger, which, you know, occasionally happens when you get yourself leveraged very highly into a NBA player's digital investment vehicle uh, before it is ruled illegal by the profoundly unfair uh, powers that be in the NBA, leaving you and your investors uh, highly exposed and possibly facing a devastating cash call. No, Robin Lopez Hood focuses on rock-solid properties, rare comic books, unboxed action figures, put options for Disney stock, uh, replica Hufflepuff wands, a Venom pot costume full of Tom Hardy's actual sweat, rare coins from the Kingdom of Atlantis, uh, centaur breeders, a lock of Benny the Bull's fur, the list goes on. All investments are personally overseen by both Brooke and Robin Lopez, though Robin's cat as executor, has the deciding vote. You can get your first month of Robin Lopez Hood for free with promo code CAVIATMTOR. That's buyer beware. We talk about it all the time, and it is on every page of our investment prospectus to head off any potential lawsuits. So thank you, Robin Lopez Hood. Talk, Moving on. Talk about it all the time. Well, we do t- we, we do talk about Caveat Tour all mm-hmm. the time. I, I, I shout it a lot, actually, specifically. People like, people like it when I shout. Randy. It's kind of my trademark. Mm-hmm. We've got right, the well, iTunes let's... reviews to uh, prove it. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Now I'm all I'm, of our I'm... iTunes reviews are like five stars. I love it when that monster screams at that cute boy. Mm-hmm. That's that's what they like, mm-hmm. and that's we deliver to them. Uh all right, moving on. I'm I'm hesitant to discuss this next team. Uh scares me a little bit to think about them. It's Appropriate that we're doing this two weeks before Halloween because the Atlanta Hawks uh, have a ghost as their backup small forward, right? Mm, he, he might be a zombie. He might be a zombie. He could be a ghoul, uh, but he's definitely a creepy crawly. Is that is that correct? Am I of right course, about that? Of course, everyone knows that at 28 you perish from this mortal coil. 
you leave the corporeal realm if and you're, Vince you're all, if you're an NBA player. Is somehow mm-hmm. still on a basketball team at the age of forty-two. Mm-hmm. Now, now clearly he had a blood boy in the past to get him to uh, thirty-five years old. That's what every uh, wealthy man needs to preserve his youth and not turn into dust. But this is this is unprecedented. Uh, my main question about this team is: What unfinished business does Vince Carter have with us mortals? Is he is he gonna pick up his worthless degree again? Is that what he's he's looking for? Looking for someone to make him a graduation cake? You know, honestly, uh... I don't like the Atlanta Hawks. Mm-hmm, Next mm-hmm. team. Oh, okay. Well, uh, I also want to say they that... They paid Jabari uh, Parker $7 million. Yeah, that's that's ridiculous. What were they thinking? Uh, it's going to be celibate? You can't play with all that building up inside you? Come on. Uh, oh, also, I wanted to tell and reassure investors that uh, Slamson Corp actually took out a $250,000 insurance policy on the dunk contest plane uh, that that John Collins uh, accidentally destroyed. So uh, thank you, John Collins, uh, from everyone here at Slamson Corp. Uh, all right, our next team is the Washington Wizards hey, can at our I ask nation's you a question capital. about the Hawks, actually? Mm, mm. You know how we're always being... Um Sponsored by the shadiest of companies that have uh, the greatest that offer of companies, like baldness pills. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Somebody should help Trey Young out. That's all I'm saying. Oh yeah, well that that's uh, Roman. Yeah, we... Are you there? Keeps mm-hmm. hymns. Mm-hmm. Somebody help that man. Well, you know, I I I am I I do know a guy in Uganda who uh, synthesizes almost perfectly. Uh, 99% pure uh, human testosterone. So so hopefully uh, my guy can connect with uh, someone in the Wizards organization. But wait, we were talking about the Hawks. Oh, the Hawks. The Hawks. Yeah. I'm sorry. Well, I meant that my source is the, the, the Wizards. I was who are talking about Trey Young. Mm-hmm. Well, we're going to be talking you know about the Washington like- Wizards. You need to shut your mouth, Randy Ledoux. I am always right and you are always wrong. So our next team is the Washington Wizards. Uh... I, I think there's an obvious thing that they need to be do. They need to start running the offense through the NBA's number two player in effective field goal percentage, uh, the most important stat in basketball. I'm, of course, talking about Thomas Bryant. Mm-hmm. How was he not first-team All-NBA, Randy? I'm not entirely sure. Maybe it's because the team won so few games. Yeah, well, uh, you know, wins and losses, all, all you're doing is uh, you know, you're, you're basically just making notches on the cell of your room as you wait for the approach of death. Mm-hmm. You're either the top seed and you're competing for a championship, or you are in ruins on the side of the road, drinking your own urine and trying to stay alive. Thomas Bryant, first-team All-NBA center in my book. Uh, also, I think uh, this year the name priority means to be to trade Bradley Beal before the rest of the league realizes he is 26 years old and thus uh, knocking on death's door at every waking moment. Now, Randy, what would you do about John Wall? Um, I actually, there's someone here. He just burst through the door, and he's demanding to take over this section from me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Who is it? Hey, it's me, Recruit with Trevor. Oh. I don't like what you used to, what you said to me on Twitter. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, do I, do I follow you on Twitter? Not anymore. You've been blocked. Oh. Oh. 
Wait, did you were you the one who was uh, DMing me about uh, supporting your Patreon? Shut up. Oh, oh, well. Here's right. what I've got to say about the Wizards. Mm-hmm. John mm-hmm. Wall is the greatest player who's ever played in the NBA, and I should know. Mm-hmm. Because I fucking scouted him. Mm-hmm. Oh, you you scouted the number one pick, John Wall. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, here here we could have a discussion about uh, what would shut you up. do with shut up. the under John. Shut you up. Shut up. You, you, you shut I'm up. gonna block you. I will block you. You try and block me, I'll block you. You freak. How did you get into Randy's house? I have my methods. I don't even understand how you fit inside. It's like a, like a you maze shut up. that a that a It doesn't matter how in. I you it doesn't it doesn't matter how I fit into this dollhouse. I came in here to tell you, you fucking pink pig slender boy looking freak. Mm-hmm. I came in here to say I like your alpha style. Follow uh, yeah, me well, on Patreon. You know I, I, I love what you're putting down there, and uh, you know, I, I, if you if you want to come over and watch uh, watch film, NBA film, I've got some uh, some stuff that is not uh, quasi illegal stuff uh, from Eastern Europe that predates the fall of the Berlin Wall. I think you I think you'd be you'd be interested in some of this stuff. The other thing I wanted to say to you is, uh, mm-hmm. I got a box of Spanish Fly that fell off a truck. If you're interested. Uh, let's talk about this off air and, uh, you know, give, give, give Randy a wet willy before you leave. Uh, my fingers are the size of rolls of quarters, even though I'm only five, seven. Oh my God. Uh, there's no way they're fitting inside this fucking puny little weirdo's ears. Oh, whoa, whoa. Here, I'll tell you what. Mm Mm-hmm. I just used him as a Q-tip. Wow, this is this is very powerful stuff right now. Uh, yeah, well, I'm uh, I'm interested to to check out your stuff. Are you on eight chan? I'm. I don't know what that is. I'm new to this internet thing. Mm-hmm. As far as I can tell, basically, what the internet is is groveling at players, starting fights, and mm-hmm. then screenshotting apologies in a notes app. Oh yeah! Oh, yeah. and also begging people quite a lot, begging people to follow recruit with Trevor mm-hmm, mm-hmm. at Patreon. Trevor well, out. Oh, oh! I gotta say, I'm tingling. I'm tingling right now. Oh my god! What was that? Randy, are you okay? No. Oh, well, you know, I, I got, I gotta say, there might be a new alpha in town, and I'm, I'm, I'm pretty excited about it. I guess you could. Could you, can you have two alpha dogs together fighting over a, a tiny toy, tearing them apart? Hmm. Incredible. All well, I before just we, say we close before out we this, move on mm-hmm. is that they should murder John Wall. Yeah, I, I think that's I think that's a good idea. I was also thinking that perhaps Flocka the zombie drug so the team can uh, take control of his body during rehab, make him stop improvising on the court. Uh, but his zombie energy should be impervious to pain and. Uh, they can use them for menial tasks. Uh, before we get to our last team, let's talk about our next sponsor. So our next sponsor is uh, oh, very exciting. Uh, well, let me just let me just read the ad read. Living in Northeast Ohio and eating a daily diet of casino food and pierogies can really take a toll on your digestive system. Well, there's one man in Cleveland who knows what to do if your system is backed up because he's got a big career as a backup ahead of him. It's Colin Sexton, who's debuting his new clinic, Colin Colin Sexton's Six Tons of Colonics, this fall. 
They've pledged to remove 12,000 pounds of digestive waste from Cleveland residents this season and leave local intestines cleaner than the CAP's 2020 CAP sheet. Now, Colin Sexton's six tons of colonics is different from your normal rectal health facility because it is a volume hydrotherapy clinic. They'll take shot after shot at your impact colon, showing no conscience whatsoever, putting shot after shot of fast water into your butt because Colin Sexton loves pressure. But wear some clothes that you don't care about too much because this place does not care about defense and they will let things fly from anywhere. Uh, these colonics help prevent a variety of ailments like hemorrhoids, locker room colon cancer, uh, diarrhea vedova, and IBS, which is, of course, irritable bayline syndrome. Now, you can get your first introductory session with promo code Kevin Love is a concrete block tied to the ankle of Cleveland's payroll. Uh, it's easy to remember. We talk about that all the time. Colin Sexton's six tons of colonics. Cleveland just got shittier. All right. Our final team, Randy. The Charlotte Hornets. Are they even a team? I'll tell you what, I mean, they're on the bottom of my league pass rankings, and by league pass rankings, I mean streams I'm stealing from reddit.com using mm-hmm. a Game Boy that I've uh, reconfigured to actually work as a computer because my fingers are so tiny. Man, you, you really have a lot of talent, and I, I read your league pass rankings. Normally people do it on a team basis, but you ranked... Every individual player mm-hmm. within that ranking, including uh, the two-way players. And, in fact, the G League affiliates, a very thorough work, Randy. Mm-hmm. Thank you. It's what I do! Mm-hmm. And the absolute lowest person was, uh, of course, Marvin Williams. He's the worst. He was He was terrible. Now, uh, I gotta say, uh, this team is gonna lose a little bit of firepower. I think that uh, Cody Zeller is their top remaining player in offensive box score plus minus with a score of 0.2. What I think, looking at this team, uh, they have got to turn the offense over to Willie Hernan Gomez, the team leader in PER. Uh, And also, as you said, this is barely a basketball team at all. Uh, It's time to just incorporate them as a shell corporation located in the Cayman Islands through Slamson Corp, everyone's favorite investment vehicle. Uh, We are still actively soliciting new investors, particularly before Friday morning at 9 a.m. What happens Friday morning at 9 a.m.? You don't don't need to know about it. Are you going to lose all my money again? No, 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 no. We just have a uh, special meeting in the uh, Cayman Islands hmm. for uh, for bonuses. Okay. It's a. Uh, it's a. Uh, I think we might be getting together to uh, purchase a gift for our tiniest investor. Tiniest physically. Oh, that's me. Largest in terms of money. Yeah, yes. yeah, that's me. Oh, I hope. Definitely. I hope it's a good gift. No, it's it's going to be a wonderful. It's going to be a surprise. I it's hope it's a, a shower for this dollhouse so I can wash that. Weirdo's earwax out of my hair. Yeah, it did. Uh, how were his ears? They they sounded dirty. They were not good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Not great. Our, well, uh, that's the end of our southeast. Wait, there's something I want to say about the Hornets. Oh, please, please. If get I in. were if I were Mitch Kupchak, which come on, I mean come on, I yeah. would. Well, first first off, I take power of attorney from the Hornets, naming myself. As a main beneficiary, burn the arena to the ground, and mm-hmm. then bet bet the insurance money against Michael Jordan in golf. Mm-hmm. Dose his tequila. Mm-hmm. Get the pink slip to the team. Mm-hmm. Be the first owner GM. 
Randy Ledoux. Oh, incredible. Incredible. Uh, I think this can happen. Uh, and in, in fact, I, I, I know a guy who has some uh, Spanish fly that you can incorporate into your uh, poison tequila dosing. I think, I think you'll like this guy, Randy, once you get to know him. And uh, understand that, uh, you know, the when he gets mad, it's because he uh, cares too much. That's that's really the reason. I think you guys are going to be good friends. All right, well, that's it for our Southeast Division preview. Randy, what are you going to be up to the rest of this week? I have a meeting with him. I don't even want to talk about him. Look, mm-hmm. I'm worried about my financial situation based on this Cayman Islands thing. No, 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 it's it's great. It's a wonderful situation. It's, it's a little fluid right now, but... So I'm uh, taking a one-week contract with that billionaire guy that was on the debates tonight whose name I don't even know? Oh, Tom Steyer. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I like don't even attitude. know his name. I just look at him and Buy dollar signs pop That's out. my motto. I look at him and I just see dollar signs and my, my tongue goes all the way to the floor and makes a cash register machine noise. Oh, I've, I've, I've seen that happen, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's, that's Tom Steyer. Mm-hmm. Well, that's incredible. Uh, I'm going to have me, him pay me in Dogecoin. Ooh, I like that. Uh, well, you that reminds me, you can actually see me doing my uh, special Bitcoin special uh, live streaming on 8chan. You can also see me on my special Apple Watch only show. And uh, also, I will be in the Cayman Islands this weekend if we want to have a listener meetup at an undisclosed location. That's it for Slammed Up. We'll see you next time. Keep slamming. Wow, uh, wasn't expecting a different voice there. That was strange. Yeah, it was very weird. I think that guy has already blocked me. <laughs> yeah, I believe that's. I believe that is the case. He blocked oh. me and then unblocked me. Oh, um, for it's reasons like I don't understand. Wanted to block you another time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sean, is there anything you want to plug? Uh, big. Big thing on Yardberger this week with the uh, 100 predictions for the NBA season. Wow. How many of them How many of them did you half-ass because you needed to get to 100, would you say? What? Zero? Zero. Yeah, Zero. yeah. I know it because you're smart and you're good at writing. I actually, I actually only had to do 50. So, oh, that's... So it was easy. It was easy yeah. to devote my whole ass to the project. <laughs> um... As for me, please listen to me on the Who Cares About the Rock Hall podcast this week, talking about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame nominees. I think it's really funny and really fun. Um, And, as always, you can follow me on Twitter, at Frankie Muniz, where on 321.14, I tweeted, Think I broke my toe while blacklight scorpion hunting in my backyard. Do not kick a brick wall. Even if a scorpion is on it, attacking you. I have that one tattooed on my my favorite. It's my favorite one. Um, Trust the process. Oh, I also wrote a song. Sorry, which song did you write? Uh, Well, this time I wrote a song about Carl Anthony Towns. I teamed up with uh, Harry Chapin for this one. Mm -hmm. The ghost of Harry Chapin got in on this. And it's called uh, Cats in the Middle. Mm. Um, It's kind of emotional. Trust the process. Trust the process. And uh, shut it down. Let's all... Let's get on to a better division, man. This one's a bummer. They suck.
A center went first in 2015. The prize for us being a horrible team. But there were lobs to catch and threes to drain. The wolf's potential, it was insane. And he was dunking for a new it. And as he threw down, he said, I'm gonna be like KG, man. You know I'm gonna be like KG. And cats in the middle on a losing team. Never playing games announced by Mike Green. When you gonna win, son, I don't know when. But I'll be a Celtic by then, man. You know I'll be on a good team then. You won Rookie of the Year just the other day. That's two in a row. Andrew Wiggins can play. Will Wiggins try on defense? He said, not today. He shook the owner's hand. Who said, that's okay. Then he let his man shoot a wide open three. Cat said, I'm gonna be like KG. Yeah, you know I'm gonna be like KG. And Cat's in the middle. He don't got the rim. But that's no reason to sign Todd Gibson. When you gonna win, son, I don't know when But I'll average 20 and 10 I'll still be putting numbers up then Well, he met Coach Tibbs just the other day Played him 46 minutes every day I said, I'm proud of you, can you get a day off? He shook his head and he said, with a cough, what I gotta do now is run 17 wind sprints. I feel like I'm gonna die like Prince. And Cat's in the middle next to Cole Aldridge. Thibodeau's defense refuses to switch. When you gonna win, son? Not in many. I keep getting yelled at by Jimmy. You know I got cut by Jimmy. Derrick Rose is gone, Butler's traded away. Cats trying for a third-team All-NBA. I said I'd like to see you sign a long-term deal. He said I'd like to, man, if we had Bradley Beal. You see, the T-Wolves are bad in Minneapolis is cold. I want to win before I get old. Make the playoffs before I'm too old. And as I looked at his stats, it occurred to me He turned out just like KG Leaving town just like KG And cats in the middle on a losing team Never playing games announced by Mike Breen When you gonna win, son, I don't know when But I'll be a Celtic by then, man You know me on a good team then Cats in the middle next to Cole Aldridge Thibodeau's defense refuses to switch When you gonna win, son? Not in many I keep getting yelled at by Jimmy You know I got cut by Jimmy Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. 
Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.